Welcome to Marketing Thought Leadership, the podcast that offers insightful discussions on thought-provoking marketing topics. Here's the host of our show, marketing consultant, speaker, author, and educator, and the president of L2M Associates, Linda Popke. Hi, this is Linda Popke, and welcome to another episode of Marketing Thought Leadership. We are here today with Gary Katz, who is the founder and CEO of Marketing Operations Partners, a visionary and thought leader in the emerging marketing operations field. Gary has more than 20 years of marketing and change management experience in the technology industry, in corporate, agency, and entrepreneurial positions. He's founded Marketing Operations Partners and its sister company, Compros Group, and he previously formed a communications consultancy and public relations firm. Gary's also served as the track chair for the Henry Stewart Marketing Operations Symposium during the past four years, and he's a noted author, speaker, and evangelist on the topic of marketing operations. In fact, he recently taught the first known class in the U.S. on marketing operations at the University of California Santa Cruz Extension in Sunnyvale. So welcome, Gary. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Linda. I'm really glad to be here. Great. So first of all, I think we ought to start by telling everyone what we mean by marketing operations and how we actually kind of differ from marketing operations from marketing in general. That's uh, always a great question. We get different answers uh, today. Um, The way that we describe marketing operations is uh, a way to drive fully accountable, uh, strategic, integrated marketing through process, technology, guidance, and metrics. The goal is we want to run marketing as a fully accountable business. We want to empower the chief marketing officer and his or her team uh, to be as effective and as efficient as possible. So the way that it differs from marketing itself is, well, let's take an example. If you look at marketing and the people that run the marketing programs as people driving cars, effectively the marketing operations function builds the cars, tunes the engines, and builds the entire transportation system around it. All right, so you're kind of making the uh, the cars go on the freeway. That's right, and making sure they get to their destination in the most efficient, effective way possible. Great. Okay. So why should a business consider forming a distinct marketing operations function? Is this something that kind of evolves? Does it happen overnight? Is there a, a formal decision on this? Well, another great question. Um, It really has a lot to do with the complexity of the business, its complexity and its marketing investment. So by complexity, I mean the number of resources that are dedicated to marketing, uh, the uh, number of different marketing programs, the number of channels that it may be operating from, its selling model, whether it's global or uh, local. Uh, The more complexity... Uh, the more potential for dysfunction and the more need for something like marketing operations to uh, basically make sure that there is good optimization of marketing activities uh, and also to align with the various cross-functional stakeholders that marketing needs to collaborate very successfully with. So an organization that's more complex and has more kind of critical mass going on in marketing would probably more likely need a marketing operations function. That's right. Now, any company can benefit from uh, aspects of marketing operations. You know, certainly accountability and and return on investment are big topics today, and those are uh, typically functions 
uh, that marketing operations takes on, along with things like marketing intelligence, for instance, uh, designing uh, processes, best practices. So if these are uh, areas that a company is interested in, they are effectively establishing a marketing operations function. Uh, once it becomes a, a, a big job and uh, there are a lot of people involved, it makes sense to have at least a dedicated marketing operations person uh, to take that responsibility off the job descriptions uh, you know, of other people because uh, you know, that responsibility um, oftentimes uh, you know, is, is down one's to-do list or it may move up one's to-do list if it becomes a priority, but it isn't consistently uh, focused on. And so that consistent focus, once you need that consistent operational focus, uh, and that focus in terms of making uh, marketing a change catalyst, uh, then marketing operations is very important. So the way I would know that I needed to have a dedicated function, would that be that I'm already doing some of the work, but it's, it's being spread around, and, or is there some other kind of telltale sign? There are definitely some telltale signs. Um, we, before we did mention the marketing investment, when uh, return on marketing becomes a really big issue, uh, you really need marketing operations to empower that. If you're starting to incorporate more sophisticated marketing activities, like predictive analytics, for instance, but you're investing heavily in marketing automation, you've gone through a merger and acquisition company with another big company, uh, you are getting hit hard with compliance-type uh, requirements, uh, and so on. All of these are motivators to put a dedicated marketing operations function in place. So what are the benefits that an organization can get from applying a marketing operations approach to their business? Well, the one that a lot of people get turned on about is actually uh, putting some scientific left-brain thinking into the marketing function. Uh, so that it is, uh, it comes across as a more accountable uh, type function. Uh, marketing seems to, in many companies, uh, be the last bastion uh, to embrace uh, things like performance management, for instance, uh, and compliance and other things like that. Uh, so marketing can certainly assert a lot more leadership uh, working if a uh, you know a chief marketing officer has uh, a dedicated marketing operations function be able to focus on that uh, type of effort and be a, a better corporate citizen contribute more to the quality initiatives uh, have a bigger role in the change process and enterprise uh, and be more strategic and have more influence uh, at the c level table so that's one thing uh, another is uh, predictability and consistency uh, by uh, incorporating best practices, uh, we're looking for more re repeatability. Another area is, uh, is sustainability of what we do. One of the things that marketing operations is embraced with uh, is making sure that the company can actually perform behind the messaging claims that it puts out to the marketplace. So aligning the vision and the strategy and the execution together in order to uh, deliver a customer experience um, that resonates with, the, uh, with how the company is represented in the marketplace. Uh, so that's another area that's uh, very important. Obviously, defending marketing budgets and uh, marketing resources more effectively is another area that uh, marketing operations 
uh, creates a significant benefit and also uh, focusing more on longer-term marketing initiatives and getting the kind of stakeholder support you need and the kind of executive sponsorship you need to carry those out, a lot of those type of initiatives uh, either are not put into place or they're partially put into place. And uh, before they get done, the chief marketing officer's tenure has run out for whatever reason. Uh, and we see that a lot, right? A lot of these chief marketing officers are not there that long, yeah. That's right. And so when you have a lot of short uh, timers, then the marketing function tends to be focused on short-term type goals. Right. Uh, so there's a significant problem as far as that's concerned. So using resources better, you know, getting more for uh, with less is obviously, uh, you know, a very important uh, area that marketing operations addresses. You know, essentially, if you're trying to have a more integrated approach to what you do, the way that you enable that is through marketing operations. I think I'm missing something. <laughs> something popped in my head and popped back out, but maybe it'll come back around okay. later. Okay. Well, we certainly there's a lot of benefits there, and 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 I think particularly in this time of of uh, economic uncertainty, where we're all trying to do more with less, it's important to be able to use your resources as best as possible. So. That's yeah. right. That's right. And you know, and, and to make sure that you have the support of not just the people in marketing, which sometimes is problematic in and of itself, um, but to make sure that that support extends, uh, you know, to different groups like sales, for instance, right. <laughs> IT, uh, human resources, uh, the quality function, the customer experience function, of course, the uh, the uh, you know the finance group, especially the chief financial officer. Sure. So uh, marketing operations plays a big role in making sure that marketing wins the kind of support it needs to do the 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 work that the enterprise needs to get done. Right, absolutely. So Gary, so uh, Marketing Operations Partners uh, authored a benchmarking study on the journey to marketing operations maturity, which I actually helped to produce. Yes, you did. Uh, so tell us, uh, based on, on the results of that study, uh, what are some of the indicators that you see for companies that are further along the marketing operations maturity curve compared to those that are still in the formative stages? Well, it's interesting. The companies that are new to marketing operations usually get started, uh, you know, because they've put, uh, you know, a new implementation of Salesforce or Siebel or something in, right. and they realize that, uh, uh, you know, they've got this technology and they better make the best of it, um, or they uh, all of a sudden have compliance uh, type requirements like socks thrust upon them in the marketing function, or maybe they're trying to. Uh, they realize that there are a lot of uh, wasted leads. So uh, some of the earlier type of things that you would see in mar in, mar in a new marketing operations function are around things like CRM, uh, basic type of measurement, but not really metrics based. More like MBO based. Measurements so that uh, you know we can get our bonus. Uh, vendor management, you know, kind of fundamental type of things in the early stage. As you move up the chain, and when you get to you know some serious sophistication, you start using tools like predictive analytics to help uh, link uh, your ROI process uh, and your program investment. Um, back into your forecasting process, which is really exciting stuff. And actually, the, from what I hear, we don't do that very well in the Silicon Valley, the B2B tech companies. Predictive analytics is something that is much more uh, so 
uh, applied to consumer-type uh, companies at this juncture. But the, you know, the tools are certainly applicable to the high-tech companies, and, the, and there is interest in it, just not a lot of great uh, stories in terms of application at this juncture. Um, so that would be one example. Some companies are bringing in Six Sigma or Lean Enterprise into the marketing function. That's a you know a very high level type of process uh, methodology uh, that's been in, being incorporated into marketing. It can work well if if applied in the right way. Unfortunately, sometimes the com uh, people that come in with Six Sigma backgrounds, uh, you know, or Lean backgrounds, don't really understand the marketing function, and they come in with kind of a police mentality become effectively the process process police. Uh, and that type of uh, approach doesn't work as well because they, they don't really understand the customer all that well, especially in a company where there's lots of different business units and maybe the, the corporate objective uh, is it, it's, it's difficult to, to find the alignment between that and the business unit objective. So uh, that would be another example. When you start seeing serious change management activity uh, in the uh, marketing operations role, that's another sign of maturity. So there's a number of things. Uh, the, uh, competency development, which is an area of expertise that you have, uh, focusing on the customer um, in terms of the profitability of the customer, making sure uh, that the voice of the customer pervades throughout the enterprise and that marketing is actually uh, taking serious ownership of that customer experience. These are higher-level marketing operations type of activities that are indicative of a more mature marketing operations function. Okay, good. Those are good to know. Good to know. And again, here we are in Silicon Valley, and we're very advanced in some ways, but in some ways we're a little bit behind in some of the marketing operations curves. Yep. So right. tell me, Gary, so what should we expect in the future from marketing operations and marketing operations partners? Where do you see this whole field going? Well, right now the field, I would have to say, uh, is characterized by silos, just like the enterprise struggles with. Uh, there are a lot of people addressing the field in their, in their companies or as in independent consultants, systems integrators, solution providers. But what we're seeing is a... Uh, you know, in terms of the solution providers, kind of a point uh, solution approach, uh, you know, and they're trying to move beyond that. And in terms of the consulting community, uh, there's, there's a need for a lot of alignment uh, between the people that, uh, that participate uh, in that way because it's very confusing for the buyer uh, to determine what they should buy, who, sh who they should buy, and a lot of times, uh, they bring in a subject matter expert, uh, you know, and that person can help well with a particular area. But marketing operations incorporate so many different bodies of knowledge, both inside and outside marketing, that it uh, it usually requires almost a think tank approach uh, in order to really, uh, you know, make serious strides and and do the kind of integration work and the integration thinking. Um, that taps into a vision and roadmap that will get the company to where it, want, it needs to go. So that's uh, some of the work that really needs to be done. Um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we had a, a group of people that was uh, representative of uh, all those different uh, uh, groups of people that I just described, those segments, the consultants, the solution providers, uh, the in-house marketing operations people, and so on. 
uh, to discuss how to co-create the future of the marketing operations field because there's a serious need in this field uh, for education. Uh, you know, the fact that my class was probably the first, uh, you know, real marketing operations class in the U.S. Uh, you know, is great for me, but kind of problematic for the industry. We need more of that. We need certification. We need to start standardizing some of this, bringing all this content that you know that exists in a lot of different individuals and experiences together into a whole. And so, one of the things that came out of this group is we've created a LinkedIn group called the Marketing Operations Future Forum. Uh, and the focus of that group is to start making these things happen. So we expect at some point to have an online marketing operations institute, for instance. And down the road, when uh, t things are a little bit better, probably a dedicated marketing operations event of some kind, a conference or something like that. So we're trying to augment the good work that uh, groups like uh, MOCA, the Marketing Operations Cross-Company Alliance, uh, is doing, uh, but uh, our charter is is more ambitious than what they are, are interested in uh, in pursuing. That's exciting. Sounds like there's a lot of interesting things going on, and this is a great time again for people to to start thinking about implementing programs and processes that help them get the most that they can from their marketing investments and marketing dollars. Because we all know that we're being asked to do more with less, and we just absolutely have to uh, take the steps that we can. To, um, to to get the most out of, out of every uh, every bit of our marketing investment. That's right. And another thing that's exciting about the Marketing Operations Future Forum is right now, if you've got a you know a a, a, a good position in a company, a solid position, or if you're in a you know one of the few consulting firms like yours, uh, you know that's doing really well in the uh, in the market, that's great. But uh, you know most folks aren't doing so well in this economic downturn, and so something like this that uh, is focusing on the professionalism of the field, on aligning the various talent together to build a better business model for the marketing operations field to grow the pie is really, really important right now. So the exciting thing about the Future Forum and this co-creation effort and, and the Institute and so on is it's, it, it will be uh, helpful to the end customer in terms of having a less confusing buying decision, and it'll help all the folks in the ecosystem in terms of being able to provide their talents or provide their solutions in the right place, uh, and hopefully without so many bumps that uh, you know uh, that companies tend to see, uh, you know, when they're still trying to uh, uh, you know find their place in the world. <laughs> So that could be a solution provider, that could be a consultant. Um, I, I, I keep talking to consultants, and uh, you know what I've heard the last four years is, wow, it's really peaks and valleys. Well, why is that? <laughs> I mean, there's people that are overloaded that turn down work, uh, you know, and then there's people that can't find it. You know, there's something wrong. <laughs> so this is a great opportunity, uh, you know, to to pull all that together to everyone's benefit. Thank you very much. We've been talking with Gary Katz, who is the, um, the CEO and founder of Marketing Operations Partners. And there are quite a number of resources available on the Marketing Operations Partners website, which is www.marketingoperationspartners.com. So feel free to go there and uh, look at the resources, find out more about marketing operations if you're not uh, that familiar with it. Gary, thank you so much for joining us today. 
My pleasure. Thank you for having me, Linda. I really appreciate it. Okay. Well, thank you. This is the end of our uh, of our episode of Marketing Thought Leadership. Until next time, keep moving forward and driving forward with your marketing, and we'll see you again soon. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Marketing Thought Leadership, brought to you by L2M Associates. If you'd like to find out how you can improve the return on your investment in marketing programs, processes, or people, contact us at www.l2massociates.com.